Stop, little bitch. Thanks so much for tuning into the Sad Girls podcast featuring the Emma Vickers, the Ali Shermer, and myself, Jillian Purdy. Big, big shout out to all of our listeners so far. We really appreciate that. I'm honestly honored and shocked. <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> um, you guys can go ahead and send us funny stories that happen to you if you oh. want us to read about the podcast. <laughs> but also, pretty soon, you can donate to our Patreon. <laughs> Uh, so before we get into it, we're going to do a little bit of catching up as the gal pals that we are. Um, <laughs> yes. If any of you guys have anything you need to get off your chest from the past week. Um, actually, yes, I do. Um, I would like to talk about my neighbor, Roger. So Roger lives behind me in an apartment complex and I live on like a main busy road. And Roger's very nice, and he walks by my house multiple times a day, every day. And the extent of our conversations are, hi, how are you? He tells me I'm looking good as always, even though I look like a crackhead most of the time. And then he asks me, he goes, your name is Sam, right? And then I go, no, it's Emma. (laughs) And that happens once a week. Um, So anyway, he asked me out. A few months ago, he asked me if I was seeing anyone, and I told him I was, even though I wasn't. I've never been tied down. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> and, but then, last week, he walked by my house again, and I was outside with my dog, and he was like, hey, like, do you want to go get drinks sometimes? And I just need to clarify that I am so, I hate saying I'm awkward, because do you remember, like, in high school and everyone would be like, haha, I'm awkward. Mm-hmm. No, like I just get so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, you're not awkward. You're just weird and annoying. Uh, but I, <laughs> I just get really uncomfortable uh, when men approach me, let alone men that I'm not interested in. And don't get me wrong. Roger is extremely nice, but I don't know. Just the chemistry is not there. So he asked me if I wanted to get drinks sometime and also, I can't understand him half the time. I'm, like, hard of hearing, and he mumbles. Anyway, I was like, oh, sorry, I'm seeing someone. And instead of saying, okay, he goes, oh, well, just as friends. And I go, uh, uh, I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. So then the next day, I'm outside, and I'm, in like, on my driveway, and I see him coming. And I see him staring, like, behind my house looking for me. And I did not want to talk to him because I knew he was going to ask me out again. And I hid behind a tree. And, like, I could, I've watched him walk past my house. And I'm hiding behind the tree. And I feel him, like, looking for me. But I'm also, like, I don't know if he remembers that he asked me out already. Because he can't remember my name. And it's been two years <laughs> of this. So, anyway, that's all I have to share. So, basically, the moral of the story is that I can never leave my house. Because I don't want to talk to Roger again. Well, I think the next time he says, you're looking fine today, you should say, Roger that. (laughs) Um, That's really funny. Well, the problem is his name isn't actually Roger. Girl, I know. And I knew you were going to come back. But he gets your name wrong. Oh. So just, that's even, it works. Okay, so it, okay. Sorry, I'm dumb. I can't be pretty, smart, funny all the time. Okay. (laughs) 
today clearly I'm only pretty and funny not smart um that's a very good idea and I will do that because I get I don't know what to I just laugh so awkwardly and half the time I don't even know what he says so I just either laugh. say that or say like have a blessed day or like <laughs> stay holy he loves you, you. Yeah, I looked at an apartment today, which is a big deal for me because I'm 23 and I live with my parents. Yeah, but so that's really exciting. I'm going to be living with two 20-year-old gays, so. Oh, they're gay guys? Um, Well, Theo's Why, Emma? Is that a problem? Yeah, I hate gay people. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I was just picturing her moving in with, like, with, like, uh... I don't even know. Like, bros. I'm like, two gay dudes sounds way better. Than I would never move dudes. in with two bros. That would be <laughs> disgusting. I know. I'm like, wow, your place is going to be so, like, clean and trendy. And like, not to stereotype, but, like, moving yeah. with two straight guys as opposed to two gay the guys. The only thing better about it being straight guys would be that I would take authority with decorating, whereas now I'm going to have to get input from everybody. <laughs> But it's fine. We're allowed to paint the walls and shit, and it's going to be a party or a really responsible adult time. <laughs> that oh. sounds amazing, Jill. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. You sound like it. Well, so happy for you, Jill. Thank you. Do you want to talk about Is that what you wanted, time? Emma? That's what I want. That's what I wanted. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got to put a little moxie behind it. So lately I've been getting home to my apartment and I've been seeing this red truck parked in the parking lot. And I don't know if this dude lives in the apartments, um, probably considering he parks there, Um, but he's always chilling outside in his red truck and he's not smoking or anything. Like, what are you doing sitting in your car? And he's not looking on his phone. He's just watching everybody that comes in and out like a fucking gatekeeper. And I feel like, He knows my schedule at this point because he's seen me leave enough times to like know when I leave for work or when I get home and shit like that. And that just sits a little, I mean, that's a little uneasy to me. And I eventually wrote it off like, you know what? He's just some old dude doing something in his car. I I don't know, but it's no big deal. Well, yesterday I'm taking out the garbage, you know, sexy. And he... (laughs) has his car door open with his leg draping out and he's like, he's turned towards me. He's saying something to me and I don't know what it is. It's something, something come over here, something, something, how young you are, something, something. Now I, I just kind of froze up and, you know, I immediately thought this would never happen to a guy. But anyway, we don't have to talk about that. I got his license plate. I'm going to, somehow do some investigating and figure out what what this dude's deal is and I ordered a knife on Amazon so I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious I think that screams murderer (laughs) and I think you need to watch out oh well this could be my last recording so this better blow up (laughs) okay Jill go ahead okay sorry no just that this when you said this would never happen to a guy today to get to this apartment, I was walking past these tennis courts and there was a, there were probably a couple playing, but the guy was in these short athletic shorts with his shirt off. He was lanky, muscular, long hair and a bun, hot guy. And I was like blatantly staring at him. But then I said like quietly to the people I was with, like, I wish that 
I wear as bold as a man because I always want to catcall men. And then uh, my friend just is like, like leans over her shoulder and is like, looks like you got big dick. <laughs> and I was like, that was so rude. What the hell? But like, I wanted to do it too, but I'm just so timid as a lady. God. <laughs> All right, so on this episode, we're going to be talking about everything we did on the outside of Catholic school. So any of our extracurriculars from sports to parties and everything in between. Let's talk about dances, first of all, because that was like, um, I would that was like the biggest social thing that still had to do with school. So let's kind of explain the dance situation with going to an all-girls school. So at Ursuline... Your first dance was already kind of a big deal because for whatever reason, the first dance that Ursuline actually hosted was their fall dance every year, but freshmen weren't allowed to go to it. So you could have gone to a dance if you went to the father-daughter dance, um, but that wasn't as big of a deal. And I didn't even go, not to (laughs) give a shitty brag. (laughs) So then the first dance that freshmen were allowed to go to was their spring dance. And so at least in my experience, I was always trying to get invited to other schools dances like freshman year. I wanted to go to a homecoming so bad since I knew that we didn't have like that option for our school. Yes, I agree. But (laughs) I didn't talk to boys. so I didn't go to any homecomings, but it did suck that we like kind of missed that whole like, um, experience. Yeah. Yeah. And their dances, I feel like, I mean, at least they presented, I don't know, because I didn't go, but like they presented a lot more free spirited, whereas Ursuline, whereas Catholic school was always really, I don't know, like you, I don't know, the dress code was really specific and they were. We got breathalyzed at ours. (laughs) It was very, they checked your outfit when you came in and if you weren't wearing like the most appropriate shoes or dress you weren't allowed to come in but they also didn't enforce that because so many girls wore dresses that their vagina was hanging out and they still got in yes and it (laughs) was was kind of intimidating and they didn't the shoe fit (laughs) it was kind of intimidating and it was like i don't it's like the faculty made it into something that it wasn't supposed to be into um, something like really rigid well, and, and it turned it to like something more lame like they were fun if you yes. like for your friends but then it was just like a lame and it was like this is our one thing this is what we get can we not just and everyone knew that ursuline dances were like boring mm-hmm. like asking someone to prom was like hey do you like want to come to prom with me like <laughs> yeah, you want to be or lame <laughs> do you want to pull these schools like like I don't know about... No, they weren't that strict. Like, I went to Roger Bacon's and Purcell's, and those dances were fun. And public school dances were fun, too. I've only been to one public school homecoming. But, and it was also fun and extremely ratchet. (laughs) But, like, okay, so then I remember freshman year before our first dance, and we got that PSI scale... Um, reference our Instagram at Sad Girls Pod to see the postponing sexual involvement scale. And this teacher, Mrs. Thumper, we hadn't even gone to a dance yet, like where we invited boys. 
and we were in Christian awareness and she starts yelling at us about grinding and she just goes, and let me give you some more context. I am a 15 year old girl who's never kissed a boy and I'm extremely awkward. And she just yells, stop simulating sex on the dance floor, ladies. And I'm just like, who's doing that? <laughs> like, bitch. It was honestly easier to get away with grinding at my grade school Catholic school mixers than it were would have been at an Ursuline dance. <laughs> yes, it, it was so. And then I, I do remember one dance. I mean, they played Call Me Maybe seven times. Like, the music had to be super clean. Like, they just were not Yes, fun. we were, were getting, so like, One mean. Direction, yes. where you're going to hear the cha-cha slide. Oh, my If you're really God. lucky, you'll get the Cupid Shuffle. Uh, the health <laughs> teacher comes and joins you on the dance floor, so you are absolutely not simulating sex on the dance floor. You weren't even allowed to, like be in too big of a group like in the middle of the dance floor because then it was assumed that you were just building a wall to protect the people that were grinding <laughs> yes. I just, like, and it's like like I do I am kind of bummed we like kind of didn't get to have that experience as our own like a fun dance experience that like was from our high school um I did appreciate them though because an Ursuline dance was the first dance where it like I knew that I wasn't there to like be sexy with this person. And that kind of made it more fun. Like we were actually just dancing with our friends. Oh, underground prom. Oh, I didn't do that. I did. And it sucked. I, but I also, well, didn't it become like a thing thing? Like it wasn't like, it was just actually an underground prom. It was like an event that somebody was running Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, so let me explain underground prom. So basically because our dances were shitty and you couldn't drink, um, it was like tradition for the seniors to rent out this co- this small concert venue near downtown. And, you know, we invited like whoever we wanted, basically. I did you? I think everyone paid for like a date kind of. Like, yeah. That's what you paid for. And then we hired like a DJ but then you don't like dress up in like a nice gown. You did a theme. So I think ours was high school stereotypes, but it was not fun. Like also our plans got messed up to drink because of a certain someone who we don't talk to anymore. Um, and she also didn't defend me when someone called me ugly that night, but that's fine. Called me ugly basically over text message. He was like, okay, I sh- actually, I want to tell the story. Okay. <laughs> Even though it's kind of relevant. So underground prom, our plans got ruined to get drunk because of this one dumb girl I used to hang out with. And um, she was hammered. She had a great time. We wanted to hang out after with people. We were trying to find somewhere to go. And this guy was having people over and he texted my friend and said, like, you can come like if you bring hot girls over. And she was like, well, I'm with me and our friend Megan, who has a boyfriend. And he goes, yeah, but Megan has a boyfriend and Emma's fine. But like he said, like, basically, he said, like, I'm not pretty (laughs) and that they didn't want me there. And she didn't defend me. She just said, "Okay." So then me, Megan, and her boyfriend went to Steak and Shake and dropped her off. Um, They were, like, solely 
important to me because I wanted to have pictures like for social media, like which is which is so stupid. No, it's so well, no, it's like, not stupid because all my pictures were from like seventh grade, me looking like a hot mess and grace <laughs> face and what I mean, I just but it was like the one time I could dress up. So I wanted pictures so that I could put that on social media and portray myself as someone who always dressed like that. But also like posting pretty pictures of you on social media, like you got attention from that. I and would get that. so sad. Like, okay, freshman year, I was going to a homecoming with a bunch of girls that I like had known from grade school. And I was just I felt like I looked really hot but I had braces and glasses and I just felt like everybody else looked so much prettier than me and then all the pictures were from this bad angle that gave me fat arm and I I was just really sad about that but I felt like I still had to post them that's when I started getting made fun of for my arms see that is so fucked up and I like I mean, you want to mess with me? Fine. You want to get punched by this arm? Just kidding. Um, The only dance picture that I was ever really... No, there were two. There were two dance pictures that I was really proud of. One was because I was with my quote-unquote best friend at the time, who was actually psycho, Deandra. And she was like... She was so full of herself, and she was really pretty, but therefore it was really frustrating to be her best friend. And there's this picture of us before a dance and she just looks like a little dwarf oaf and I look like this leggy model and I'm pretty sure her her mom did not let her wear like high heels they were like stupid like but my mom didn't give a shit um okay the end of that was stupid but I stand by my point no I love it (laughs) no seriously like like I looking good for the photos you took at the dance. I mean, obviously everyone experiences that, but that was like, you know, you made it your Facebook profile picture, like after the dance and you watched the likes roll. (laughs) And yeah. And not to be cheesy, but like it low key meant that my sister and I were going to hang out because she would do like my makeup for me. Oh my God, that's cute. And we were never like, I mean, I played basketball all the time, so I was never putting on makeup. And so she kind of like got to show me those things. And yeah, so. No, that's cute. I took photos for our spring dance. I went with a group of all girls and I had a Justin Bieber cardboard cut out. And yes, we did take photos with it and acted like he was our date. And that's a dark time in my life, but I still love you, Bieber. Um, that's really funny. I had a Zac Efron cut out. Um, I mean, it was Troy from High School Musical, yeah. but we took it everywhere. That's amazing. I think that's when I should have realized that I liked girls because I didn't ever have like one dude that I was really obsessed with besides LeBron James. <laughs> um, the only person I was obsessed with for a really long time was Britney Spears. But, you know. <laughs> Let's take that again. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Preach. Preach. Okay. That's not the end of the episode. Gotcha. Gotcha. In in relation to dances, I have like one quick thing about mixers that I just think is funny. Um, I only went to like two mixers freshman year and they were so awkward because 
They were literally grind fests, like just a bunch of fucking horny 15 year olds. Sweating. Like, can you just swap? I don't know, dude. It was so weird. I had a fantastic time. (laughs) Okay, well, you weren't cute. But I wasn't allowed to go to GCMs because my parents heard bad things about them. (laughs) I never even tried to go to those. Um, But anyway, I was at a St. X mixer. And they would have like the upperclassmen chaperone them. And the only, like my only memory of these is this one guy who kept getting in trouble for grinding. Like the te- like all their Saint X teachers would stand in the back. Do you remember this? And watch us grind. And then they'd get in trouble. And I heard this one upperclassman yell, "Okay, guys, if you want to grind, go in the middle." Like meaning so you could hide. Yes, like it was yeah. that. It was this such like an issue. Like we got to get our grinding in for the night. <laughs> So just go to the middle and hide and do it. It was good looking out. Yes. Um, I would like to talk about parish festivals. Yes. Oh, that is tea. Fish fries <laughs> and parish festivals. I feel like festivals, parish festivals, were when, like, the public school kids and the Catholic school kids, like, merged. Yeah. And that's when, like, drama went down. <laughs> Yes, Emma, those Kings girls were. Oh my gosh, there was so all much of the guys. I don't know why. All of the guys in our grade literally just head over heels for all of them. Just because weird. they like dressed differently than we did. And so- well, I would say a lot of girls in our grade were like either really athletic or weren't. And so, and so, and no one was really, and like our grade wasn't dating. And yeah. these girls were, and so yes, they, so all the guys were like crazy over them. And then there was just all this like weird drama and like we'd hang out with them at like the parish festivals. And it was such like the hot gossip. And just in relation to it being a parish festival, like there is excessive drinking, excessive gambling. Every adult you've ever met in your life is smoking a cigarette. Everybody like your like your friends are getting fingered behind the church like for the first time. One hundred percent. Or like the finger in the in the porter potty. I gave my first blowjob at a parish festival. In point in case. Wait, what is it? Point in case. Case in, in point. point. <laughs> Why were like parish like a church festival was like where was where I don't know Catholics gone wild. Dude, that shit was, like, no rules, too. I went to, like, the last time I went to one, I went at the very end of the St. John's Festival, like, probably four years ago. And I forgot how everything worked, but I was determined to get a beer. And I was like, these people probably know me, but not well enough. I'm just going to try to show my mm-hmm. fake ID. Not even an issue. I go up to the beer booth, forgetting that you have to have beer tickets. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I don't even have cash to buy said beer tickets. Hold on. I have to go to an ATM across the fucking street. By the time I get back, ticket sales are over. And the guy just gives me a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember my first time going to the festival. I was in like sixth grade, I think. And like, I didn't realize, I like realized how much, how social they were. I was like, oh. Like, this is the place to be. Like Yes, I looked forward all year to the festivals. Yeah, it was like, 
it was like the highlight. It was the Met Gala. Yeah, <laughs> I would think about what I was going to wear for so yes. long, like, like weeks in advance. And I had friends that came like from out of town and I'd be like, oh my gosh, let's go to the festival together. And yes. like, I debuted wearing my purple eyeliner at the Parish Festival. I did too. <laughs> I literally did too. <laughs> I started swearing with my friends at a parish festival. <laughs> I always felt broke that cool. cursing cherry. <laughs> yes. I always felt cool because my parents like were involved in it. Mm-hmm. My mom would always run a booth and then my dad would like make the food and like do beers and stuff. And so I would get to be like the kid running the game. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then my parents were like, go wild. They never, never gave us money for anything, but they would give us $20 like for the weekend. And then when Sunday rolled along and we were out of money, we would get more money. (laughs) We were allowed to do whatever we wanted. We got to run the face painting booth, which was cool, but also embarrassing because I wasn't very good at painting kids faces. (laughs) But also the options that we had were just ridiculous. We shouldn't have had all of those. (laughs) Right? They're like so advanced. And they want you to go fast. Like if I could take my time and there weren't 17 kids picking their noses, waiting for me to, wow, that is not proper coronavirus behavior. Do you think I was cleaning those fucking paintbrushes? No. I was painting directly over kids' eyeballs and mouths and just putting the brush back in the paint and then slapping it on another kid's face. That's disgusting. (laughs) It is How so- did no one get like an infection? How was there never like a pink eye out- outbreak? Because yeah. everybody or got like there. A, a MRSA type thing. No. <laughs> I wanted to say that, Emma, do you remember how the Mary Garden was like the place of privacy? Oh, yes. That's what I'm saying. People like got fingered for the first time, like behind the church in the Garden of Mary. We started being not allowed to go in front of the school. Cause like the festival happened in the parking lot, mm-hmm. but then there were like picnic tables and stuff like in the front yard of the school. Mm-hmm. And you started to like, yeah, eventually after like two years of shenanigans, you just weren't allowed to be on that side of the school. And I feel like also almost every year there was someone who got arrested and you'd always be like, sounds like a public school kid, like acting up. Oh my God. There was a drama one year. Because some, okay, so one night where the booth that I was working at was called the fishing pond. So it's like a big wooden like box that you have to walk into from the back. And this guy, drunk guy is like trying to fight someone or actively fighting someone and like storms in to the booth next to ours and body slams this dude in like right into the wall of our booth and it was really alarming and all of our parents freaked out. And then we had to go wait in the street and the police came. And com- those rides were probably really dangerous. Oh, the one, what was it called? The bullet? The, so, you, yeah. So you went all the way up and like, and it's funny. Yeah. It was like a possible, it was a possible lawsuit every single time they ran and that they, ride. they set up those rides so quickly. Like remember the, was it the, the Ohio state fair or what state fair? No, it wasn't Ohio. There was a state, was it Ohio? Where I have the, no Ohio idea. collapsed and all these people got killed. Oh, it was like could have been Ohio. Ago. Honestly, it could have been Ohio. Anyway, church festival, I haven't been to one. 
in years. I would really like to. Go. I would really like to. I hope <laughs> we that we're go. able to do it this year. Do you think uh, yeah, we will? If, if they're, I don't know. I don't know. If they are, I feel like there's a chance because they're later in the summer. And if they are, Allie, you're coming down and we are going to. And we are going to fuck shit up. We're gonna, I'm going to get hammered and gamble and uh, fucking, I don't know, fuck a priest. I'm going to um, ride all of the dangerous rides. That's how that's how crazy I'm going to get. Smoke pot behind my grade school. And then I'm going to go buy a funnel cake. And then I'm going to. Oh, shove it in a kid's face. Yeah, I'm going to harass all the teens. Did you guys ever have festival jail? No. I don't. We did. Okay. (laughs) What? Yes, there was a jail. Yes, there was this, like, fake jerry-rigged jail cell that we used for Girl Scout Day Camp and for the St. John's Festival. And if you were, like, misbehaving too much at the festival, you had to go do, like, 30 minutes in festival jail. Wow. Uh, it was 30 cool. minutes, like a timeout. Who had the authority? Was it cops putting people in festival jail? Um, honestly, it could have been. <laughs> that really is like a timeout. <laughs> okay, also, I have a question. Um, it literally is a timeout. But did people go to church on the Sundays of the parish? I mean, they had to have. So people were like partying down at the parish festival Saturday night, waking up going to church and then partying down again Sunday nights. Sunday nights weren't as big though. I'm pretty sure that on the festival weeks, our mass was moved to be right before the festival. It's just, just so you didn't have to make two trips or whatever. Yeah. I think Smoy did that too, Emma. Yeah. I didn't go to mass ever, so I wouldn't know. Well, my family did. I am of a perfect Catholic. So we did mass, but we did Saturday night. Not Sunday morning. Because we're going to be late. (laughs) And I used to think I was, for a long time, even though I didn't want to go to church, I definitely thought I was going to go to hell for not going to church. And boy, do I fucking hate sitting in church. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Sweating like a whore in church. (laughs) (laughs) But you did sweat so much in church because they were so hot. It was literally just normal if a kid passed out. (laughs) There was one mass. We had like seven people go to the nurse. Like, why was that okay? Why they can't afford the AC? Really? I don't think that my church even had like the, it wasn't that they weren't turning on the air. It was that there was not an option to have air conditioning in the building. (laughs) That is awful because there is so many people. We'll be breathing in the air of the Lord. Also, I was talking about how gross it was that after communion, the priest pours the leftover wine into the basket of all the host crumbs and then has to drink everyone's backwash and crumbs. (laughs) Do you think that will ever return post-COVID? Because that is disgusting. Like, I get it. There are some churches that have, like... Each person has their own individual little cup. Yeah. And then they drink their own, like, I don't know, serving of that wine. Yeah. I don't know if the priest still does it, but I don't think that was at a Catholic church. Um, Yeah, because other places are smarter. Because that is gross. And I don't know whoever thought that that was a safe procedure to everyone just put their crusty Uh, lips on a glass the freaking priests and pastors who are in charge and don't let us sway from tradition. That's who. 
Oh, and then molest little boys and girls? Yes, those people that I should listen to telling me that I'm going to hell. Yes. Well, in lieu of not changing tradition, they kind of have to keep it up. <laughs> I don't know. Parish festivals, like, I would see all my public school friends. Like, you would see a whole new crop of boys to talk mm-hmm. to. You got to stay out late. Yes. Yeah. They were... It was like you're kind of like your first glimpse into like going out. Yeah. And my parents didn't go. So I was alone. Slutting it up. No, I'm kidding. I didn't. I didn't at all. (laughs) That didn't happen. (laughs) It's fine. Anyway. I fucked with the corn dogs. Well, no, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. I ate the corn dogs and I thought they were really good. That's what I meant. Oh. I imagine that you like tampered with the corn dogs. No, I got what you meant, but then when you took it back, I was like, oh. That's really I think funny. I was just overthinking that statement. I so another highlight, something to get really excited for as a teen were football games, especially because we didn't have our own football team. So it was already saucy because you either were going to a public school game or you were going to a boys Mm -hmm. football game. Also, like, that's, I feel like I keep just talking about boys and I wasn't even boy crazy in high school. And that's also, like, where you met the boys from the other school. Yes. Like, for me, that was, like, my first introduction. Like, it was a huge social event. (laughs) But it also kind of sucked because, like, I did want – not that, like, a girl at school would have a football team. Not that they can't. But, like, I wanted that. Like, I kind of wish, like, that part I didn't like about an all-girl school. Yeah. Because you couldn't really be a part of that. Like, you were just – you just hung out below the bleachers and waited for the boys to be done cheering to come hang out with you. <laughs> uh, Yeah, pretty much. I literally <laughs> went to football games – I didn't go like that frequently, but if I did, it was because I wanted someone to ask me to a dance. <laughs> and the, when I met, um, I go to this football game, meet this guy, Carl, never met the dude before in my fucking life and kind of just harassed him into asking me to the dance. I was like, do you have a date to homecoming? And he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, mm. <laughs> that's so crazy because nobody asked me yet and I don't know if he said he would take me that night but it was very shortly thereafter also I could have stuck with that his family was loaded but they're Trumpers so eh. yeah. you win some and you lose um, I remember a football game that um, do you guys remember Jacob Taylor yes 100% okay. no so he put on Twitter, randomly was coming at my brother saying, your sister has a dick. She's a man. I don't give a shit who knows about this because he put it on social media. So I forgot about that. But um, Yeah, he said, like, hashtag she has a dick, hashtag she's a man, and so stuff Tyler? like that. No. What'd you say? What was it? Jacob name? Taylor. Jacob Taylor. And I was kind of like, first of all, who are you? I don't think I've ever right. met who are you. And then second of all, it was like, why are you coming at my brother? Like, did he piss you off? And so your retaliation is to make fun of me? Like, what's... Were him and your brother fighting? I don't... They must have been, and I have no idea what it was over. We went to a football game, and Andrew's like, I'm going to punch that fucker in the face. Andrew was like, I'm going to punch him in the face, all this stuff. And I was like, Andrew, like, don't do that. It's fine. I just want to, like, see him 
like actually see him in person because like I have no idea who he is. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> not that much of a mark if we did meet. I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so he was he was there, and Andrew like went up to him, said something to him, walked away, and I was like, dude, what happened? Like I low key thought you were gonna punch him in the face, and I kind of wanted you to, but I was trying to be nice and say not to. And he said, okay, I can't punch him in the face. Like, I don't know. I'm going to get in trouble, all this stuff, whatever. And then I went up to him and I was like, hey, Jacob, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. So what's all that stuff you were putting on Twitter about me? Do you know who I am? Like, do you even have we met before? And he was just like, no. Oh, my gosh, dude. Like, I knew this was going to be like a misunderstanding, like. I, it was a total joke, like, just kidding. I didn't mean it. Like, I I swear. And then he, like, I don't know how the conversation ended, but I was just like, exactly. (laughs) Speechless. Um, Like, what the fuck do you mean? How is, how is, uh, posting, um, that someone you don't know, like, making fun of them in a derogatory way that they have a dick on Twitter, a misunderstanding, uh, Mr. Jacob Taylor, I don't know you. We've never met. But if I ever meet you, I will slap the fuck out of you. And oh, I think I said, yeah, what's the joke? Like, <laughs> oh, my I God. Know. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, like, props to you for confronting him. Because I don't think Please. I was confident enough to confront anyone sophomore year of high school. So props to you for going up to a stupid-ass bitch boy and doing that. That is thank so you. annoying. And thank you. And I think what made it easier is the fact that he was a little bitch boy. And so it made it easier. I'm sure so. with your strong, beautiful arms, you could have knocked his ass out. Thank you. Seriously. And plus, I was like, this dude ain't getting no pussy. He's just out here hating on girls. Yes, he was the type of guy who would hit on you and then immediately like be a complete asshole to you and then go and talk shit about you, even though he was just hitting on you. Yes. Like that's just who he was as a person. God, I love crazy people. Um, One time at a football game, it was a Moeller game, even though I was the same ex girl, it's fine. Um, It was yeah, freshman year, we, uh, me and a couple other girls uh, painted our stomachs, and it was a go mo exclamation point. We uh, had an extra person, so, um, <laughs> so we had to add that exclamation point on there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And I felt like fucking hot. I don't know. Hot girls did that shit. And then the next week at school, I'm sitting in the hallway talking to like. A group of girls that I was kind of friends with, but they were kind of cooler than me. And so we weren't super close. And they obviously we weren't super close because they didn't realize that they were talking shit about me to me. They were like, they asked if I went to the molar game and I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, did you hear about such and such like painted their stomachs? And I was like, oh, yeah. And yeah, I was there. They were, like, mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, it was. And they started like listing off the girls who it was. And they were like, and wasn't there somebody else? And I was just like, uh, yeah, actually, that was me. <laughs> but then I was a little bitch. And I was like, but I didn't even want to do it. And everybody else wanted to do it, even though I did. And right after that, everybody started wearing crop tops all the time. And I was allowed to wear crop tops as a child. 
my mom would let me and we called them show my belly shirts. Like I never knew that was something wrong. <laughs> okay. I don't, I like, I'm not a fan of crop tops because I feel like girls wear them and they think wearing a crop top automatically makes you look cute. And the rest of their outfit is shit. But sometimes when I leave, I'm like, what am I really wearing right now? I'm wearing a fucking t-shirt and a pair of jeans <laughs> and I'm so, calling it an outfit because I put outfit. on a Netflix and a Netflix. <laughs> A necklace. <laughs> because I put on a ne- fuck. You said it again. I put on a, a necklace, and you can see my stomach. Yes, exactly. But well, first of all, those girls were being judgmental and body shaming. Actually, I don't know if they were body shaming, <laughs> but that is not being very. Catholic by not being accepting. Yeah, fucking rude. And I was like, wait, I do this stunt to seem cool, and now stunt. more people don't like this me. Publicity stunt. It was. <laughs> and then when we posted the picture to Facebook, we made the caption "Virgins in the Valley." That is scandal. Mm-hmm. Okay, we should explain. So our high school, everyone joked that we were the stereotype of our high school was that we were the virgins of the valley. And then the other all girls high school was the whores on the hill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was, a, was there one for Ursula? There was, I know there was, but I can't think of it. Classic slut shaming. Yes. Virgin shaming. You just really can't win. No, you cannot. Were there names for the boys school? Um, yeah, the dumb one and the smart one. Yeah, but that's not about <laughs> sexuality. <laughs> um, boys I would date versus boys I wouldn't date. <laughs> yes. Basketball was really fun. Um, <laughs> I love dribbling. I love shooting. Um, I love slam dunk. I love, I love the alley-oop. Um, so basically, I know we were talking about music earlier, like at um, – dances and stuff well we had a rule for our warm-up cd that if the song had any curse words in it you couldn't use it and you couldn't use the edited version you couldn't use half of the song where there weren't any cuss words Mm -hmm. you had to pick a completely different song why are they trying to shoot us like we are never going to hear these words in our life yes and it's like okay what i mean uh whatever and then that happened to the dance team too Mm -hmm. yeah and so then our, basically our fucking warm up was like a, I don't know, like a Can't rock song. What's it called? Kids bop. No, what's nope, it called? that wouldn't even be allowed. What's it called? <laughs> yeah, like, like, um, version. Hannah Montana. Like trippy festivals and shit. What are those called? EDM. Oh, EDM. Yes. EDM. <laughs> like a fucking EDM concert. Warm up uh, CD. That is so lame. Wasn't really into it at the time, and it was just it was dumb. And then, of course, a uh, green blue cat was, you know, annoying. It was kind of weird. Not to mention that I was a freshman on like, well, I was swinging JV varsity technically, but then I eventually moved to varsity and I was friends with all these upperclassmen and I felt cool as fuck and also super awkward. Um, I had a lot of anxiety that year because I wasn't really like comfortable being myself around all of them because I thought I'd be judged for being weird. 
That was part of the reason I thought you were too cool to be my friend. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Never. I didn't think I was cool for that. I just thought, like, oh, yeah. Well, no, I did feel cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was cool, to be fair. Thanks. Shit. I feel. Oh, there were some upperclassmen bitches that would, like, talk shit about me and say... Like, she can't just use the excuse of being a freshman when she fucks up. Like, um, yeah, there was just that little bit of shit. I've never heard the name of that girl in my life. I don't know. There's an ambulance. Oh, no. Is it Red Truck Guide? Oh, no, they passed. Okay. It's not for me. (laughs) 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 Sorry, my ride's here. Pretty much basketball was pretty much um, I don't know. my extracurricular. I was kind of a loser other than that. Like I didn't do a lot of clubs or sucking dick. Yeah. Smoking pot, drinking alcohol. Yeah, no, there was just no time for that. You were a prude. There was time for it. I just had strict parents. No, there was time for sucking <laughs> dick. I just didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> That was so stupid. Um, that's all I got. Let's segue into somebody else, please. Um, please. Okay, the only extracurricular I ever did that involved Ursuline was choir, which I only joined because I decided to not pursue basketball because I learned I'm not in shape. Um, <laughs> but I didn't want to admit to my parents, like, I had an hour to kill after school with no explanation of why I wasn't going to basketball. My friend, one might call her, forced me to come to choir with her. She was like, it's really fun, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. She just didn't want to go alone. And her parents were making her do it. Um, But the choir director, shout out to Mr. Larson, was really hot. So I stayed in (laughs) and he really saw potential in me. Um, He put me in a triple trio a select nine girls. Yeah. No big deal. Wow. He wow. knew I wasn't good at singing, but he loved my effort. So it's <laughs> fine. Um, and then I, uh, we got to go to New York together, not one-on-one, but as a choir group. <laughs> um, I went on a New York trip with my choir director. One-on-one. No big deal. Um, we got second place in our competition no big deal. Um, but I feel like we really bonded there. And then last year, I drunk messaged him on Facebook. You did? Yep. I sure did. And I was asking, oh my God, my message was so stupid. I was like, I'm trying to explain to someone something about like our choir or something or other. Do you have any videos from our performances or like our competition? And he was so nice. He answered the next day and was like, hi, Jillian. Of course I remember you. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not sure if I have any videos, but I can like look around and do some digging. Like, what do you mean you feel like you can't sing? Do you feel like you uh, can't match pitch or like something? And I was like, <gasps> I never responded. And I feel bad that I didn't respond. Oh. But I was like, I didn't mean for this to go this far. I didn't even think <laughs> answer me and now I'm sober and I feel weird about it oh my God. I was involved in some school sanctioned extra extracurriculars 
but I'm not going to talk about that right now because I don't want to give those bitches any more time of day because word period (laughs) period did you do tag but that was for like two seconds Jill and I were in I did it all I did it I did it almost all four years. I didn't do the play one year because of a different extracurricular activity um, that I ended up leaving. But Jill and I were in like the theater activities group, theater theater arts group, theater arts group, and we got these plays, these like small plays to do because we weren't good enough to get into the actual Ursuline plays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But they were so funny. They were so yeah, they were funny. hilarious. And no one ever came to the shows. And I don't know. I think like senior year, we finally got like a group of people to come, and they were like, "Wow, these are so funny. I wish we came sooner." But they were pretty iconic because it was a lot of fun, and we got to dress up like farm animals and shit as you do in plays. But. <laughs> Unlike other plays, we were acting as characters. <laughs> it was just really different than your other plays. They were better. It was elite. No, it was all the rejects. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and I still felt like I didn't get a good role in the tag show. And I was no. like, seriously? Oh, my God. Do you remember senior year? She, this person, this teacher gave the roles to all the girls who were in like three other plays at like St. X and choir yeah. show choir. So then they always missed rehearsal. Yes. So then all the people who didn't have big roles were at rehearsal and all the people who didn't, it's fine. There's just the favoritism showing again, or that we have no talent and we're not worth anything, but you know what? It's fine. It's totally fine. I'm fine. Clearly, I'm not mad about it anymore. My dad still talks about that show. <laughs> They're so funny. I wish we had like a recording of it. I feel like if we go deep enough and well, no, they probably only recorded the real plays and not the tag show. Yeah, I mean, we could find the script, but it's not the same. It's not the same. We could reenact it. We could. You, oh my. <laughs> I'm God. not kidding. We need to find that script, Allison. Next time you're in town, we are doing yes. the play. Three-man show. I Three know women. for a fact I still have my no. sheep costume. It was just a white vest with a white sweat. Oh, I was wearing that same sweatshirt just yesterday, believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sorry, Allie, did you ever come to one of our plays? But did we come to your basketball games? Yes. Were you at a play? Uh-huh. No. So no check for you for being a supportive friend. I want to talk about, like, when people started having – parties like they weren't drinking parties and there was like a friend group I I thought that like in high school I needed to be a part of like a big friend group of like guys and girls but like I just did not fit in with these people and I didn't mesh with them I meshed with these girls here but I didn't hang out with them as much as I should have and I tried to be something I was not well I didn't really try to be anything I was just awkward but (laughs) and nervous all the fucking time um but they would like have these parties and I think they started happening like sophomore year and it would be like everyone I hung out with and it wasn't everyone so this is okay so what I'm trying to say is like there wasn't really like mean girl drama at our school but there were girls who did mean things and I think they came off as nice to everyone but they did your like petty girl shit and like went out of their way to exclude you and like making you feel like shit and I want to talk about it because I think those people need to be called out and like Mm -hmm. I don't think that's okay so there was a girl and everyone 
likes her a lot and she is fine. I am indifferent towards her. Um, because at this time in my life, she made me and my friend, me and my best friend at the time hung out with these girls and every weekend we'd be like, okay guys, like, what are we doing this weekend? And they'd be like, oh, sorry, we already have plans. Like we're going to this girl's house. This girl was having like people over all the time and told and went out of her way to not include us. She didn't want to include us. She intentionally Mm -hmm. did not want us there. And one time I actually did get invited and I didn't even see her. I'm like, is it? And there were like 30 people plus people at this thing. And I'm like, maybe like you don't like me and like, that's fine. But you're also like, you know, you are leaving me out in such a way that is making me feel like shit about myself because all of my friends are out posting pictures and I'm home alone on my couch with nowhere to go because all of my friends are busy at your stupid fucking parties. And it's like, why, why is it going to completely alter your night? If one more person shows up there and like, you were not going to be a person who would be like, what disruptive. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, burn the fucking place down yeah and I just and that's just like one example but I feel like that type of stuff went on a lot like girls would be just so mean like that and I just I just think that kind of behavior is really immature and you know everyone would call those girls really nice but I think that says a lot about your character when you do those when you go out of your way to intentionally like do those things to people. Yeah. And being a witness to that, it was almost like they teamed up with each other during mm-hmm. that. Like when they were getting ready for a party and they were like, okay, who are we not going to invite? Oh, for and sure. People would like make lists really in the cafe. There was like a Facebook group where you RSVP'd. Like Bonnie <laughs> like did not want Jill and this other girl at his party. Oh my god. When all of your friends not all of like but your friends were there. Yes, and I was like at first we joked that we were gonna crash the party, but then we were like, No, we should because you're just being rude. He didn't want us there because we smoked weed. And I was like, I'm not gonna bring drugs into your parents' house, probably. We showed up there and he kicked us out. And I just was not expecting that. I was expecting to show up and then he'd be like, What the fuck for a second? And I'd be like, Look, man, I'm not here to kill anybody's vibe. And then it would be fine. But it simply was a not. Well, and now that guy is like a fucking druggy atheist when he was a hardcore judgy Christian. And he got COVID. (laughs) so fuck you yeah I just thought that kind of stuff like yeah so guys did it too and I just think you know I think these people like to think they're nice people and they're good people and they want to preach that they're like this good catholic or christian and but it's the things they do like on the on the down low you know (laughs) that I think is very is very telling (coughs) of character and that's all I have to say on that. And I've said my piece and I'm moving on now. Well, and it's just like to further that, like sometimes you ever hear somebody who's planning an event and they're like, oh, I wish I didn't have to invite like such and mm-hmm. such. But you know that you have to invite that person because for whatever like social reason they are involved. And so then you have to invite like yeah. and then is the night ruined? Probably not. And it takes extra effort to make someone feel yeah. like shit. And 
And if you're willing to like make that effort to do so and team up with your little buddies, like that's just, you're a shitty fucking life. (laughs) You're a shitty fucking person. Amen. Um, In contrast though, sometimes you do have to be careful who you invite to your parties and I'll tell you why. (laughs) So my friend, Nicole, we can, I was like super close friends with her and her parents like really trusted me. Like I was the responsible friend for like a year, I guess. So her parents were going out of town one weekend and she either had to stay at her aunt's house Unless I was able to stay the weekend at her parents' house with her. She was only allowed to stay at the house if I were there because I'm responsible. (laughs) So obviously we have a party and we did not invite that many people. And I don't want to liken this to Project X because it simply (laughs) was not. But like it just got out of hand so quickly that I, it was the first time that I had to be like, okay, well, I can either stress out about this or I can just get drunk and have fun tonight and I'm fucked tomorrow. (laughs) So not only like we had gotten a supply of alcohol for what we assumed we were going to have like present with us. And we also were like, anybody who really wants to drink, figure it out yourself. Like we have this, but I come first. So whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's too many people for us to like even try to keep control of. And we hadn't, we hadn't set any limits. We weren't like, nobody's allowed upstairs. Uh, Nobody's allowed downstairs. Don't go in the garage because we didn't think that there were going to be people that we didn't fucking know. So people find the fridge in their, their garage that has all of her dad's beer in it. And I'm like, what the fuck? We have to replace this. This drunk teen drives Nicole's mom's car to Kroger to replace this beer. And they come back with motherfucking bottles. And we needed cans. (laughs) So then we just go ahead and drink that beer. Meanwhile, some dude comes in. He's got a full beard. I'm like, who invited their dad? (laughs) No, he was just... um, looked that way he was only a junior um he ends up throwing up all over the couch every single bed in that household was hooked up in and then slept in by drunk teens so this dude had thrown up all over the couch we just let it sit there overnight apparently and then uh so one of my friends not nicole did try to clean it up in the morning, but everybody was acting like it was going to make them puke. And so I had to clean it. Then it was obvious that we'd washed the like couch covers. Mm-hmm. Um, there were like bottle caps everywhere. When, when Nicole's dad came home, he was like, I can see where like beer was sprayed on these walls. Oh my God. Girl whose parents were super strict. Her mom shows up and is demanding to speak to Nicole or she wants to talk to Nicole's mom, obviously. Wait, she showed up the night of the party? Yes. Like, uh, this girl was already there. Or, yeah, she was already there. And I think she was either getting picked up or her mom is just psycho. Mm-hmm. And so somebody finds me and they're like, well, just go pretend to be Nicole. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I go downstairs and lock myself in the dog crate. <laughs> <laughs> Solution. 
Um, didn't have a party again, but I did get in trouble a bunch for letting kids utilize my parents' bar in the basement because they used to actually keep their alcohol there. They don't anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had like th- two or three Sycamore guys over and Nicole was there and Nicole was wasted and she let someone come and pick her up, left her purse at my house. The- <laughs> Oh, God, I had to, like, refill all the vodka bottles with water, and I snuck these guys out my basement door, but I was so drunk, I didn't shut the door, and then I passed out on my basement couch, and so my dad comes down in the morning at, like, 7 in the morning, and I wake up still, like, so drunk, and I didn't even know you could wake up drunk. I thought you reset. (laughs) So, and then he's like yelling at me about the door. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I end up going back to sleep on the couch. I then proceed to throw up into my bag of Halloween candy that was on the floor. Has this happened when I was still going (laughs) (laughs) trick-or-treating? That was a rough one. I was grounded for a while for that. Yes, the the better times. times. And then I remember when uh, my dad, oh my God. So I'm trying to lie about like why Nicole's not there. And I was like, we got into a fight and she left. And he was like, well, she must have been really mad because she left her bag. (laughs) And I was like, yes, she was. (laughs) And then in the car, he was like asking me why I did that or whatever. And I was like, there's just this group of girls at Ursuline and they're just like always going out and doing things. And like, we just never are. And I just... And at that point, I realized I was drunk, but <laughs> either he realized I was drunk or he believed me and felt bad because <laughs> he didn't yell at me anymore. And then when we got to Nicole's house, me and Nicole just had to awkwardly wait in her room while we knew our dads were talking. Oh, no. I wanted to die because I knew Mr. Giordano was so disappointed in me. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't that time, though. Sorry. That was after the party. <laughs> yeah, I, kn- I knew what you meant. Okay, cool. He still is disappointed in me to this day. We never fully recovered from that. We got close. We got close. Never fully recovered. So that's it. I would say that Catholic school didn't have that much impact on what we did outside of school. Um, <laughs> we were just regular kids yeah. on the weekend without the Bible. Just because we carried the Bible <laughs> during the week doesn't mean we didn't know how to let loose on the weekends. Agreed. We were just all trying to find ourselves. We wear uniforms, but we're just like you. I call this section of the podcast Horoscope Face-Off, where we all read our horoscopes for the day, and whoever wins gets theirs read aloud. Okay, so I'm a Leo, and for today, April 27th, 2021, this says, Today you might be in the public eye along with some close friends and perhaps a love partner. You may be giving a speech, leading a discussion group, or be the center of attention at a party. You're likely to hold those around you spellbound, as your oratorical capabilities are very high. Enjoy the attention and make sure you give back what you get. Well, thank you all for tuning in once again to the Sad Girls podcast. Since we are on Apple Podcasts, we ask that you please rate and subscribe and I don't know maybe tell your friends if you want and you don't even have to tell your friends that like you like the podcast you can be like listen to these bitches talking shit about us because that gives us numbers so thank you it's all well <laughs> no. um I mean you can also tell them to listen because you think it's really bad and they can make fun of it I don't care why you're listening as yeah. long as you're listening 
and telling someone. Tell I mean, I hope you like it. We're here for you. Yes. <laughs> we And again, like we said in the beginning, we're very happy that people are liking it and connecting with it. So anyway, uh, as always, free Britney. Hashtag free Britney, baby. Yeah. What did the orange say to the banana? Fuck. I don't know. Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>